Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast and for this episode we have with us Pratiksha Jhajkar she's currently working as a talent brand specialist at Amagi Corporations hi pratiksha thank you for joining us hey ajay thank you so much for inviting me and uh, i'm glad to be doing this with springworks so thank you so much truly an honor so to give some sort of brief background to our listeners could you please take us through your career journey so far it's difficult to say a journey because i am not somewhere like uh, into my 30s and 40s down the lane right now but yeah whatever i have so far done i would consider it as a stepping stone and it's not a journey and uh, it started off right uh, after my graduation where i was not able to figure out like other kids that what I, what i want to actually do because i somewhere had a knack for a different career i i had graduated in in biotechnology but i had no essence of what actually biotechnology meant i had somehow passed my years but then like like every parents aspire that their children should do, go to science field do something there i always had this different perspective and i chose in marketing side of biotechnology i was not into research but i was into how we sell the products how we do the packaging how we brand it and that's how the journey of um, branding and marketing started after right from my graduation days and uh, it started i uh, started off with one of the firms into digital marketing and then i moved for an mba and uh, after an mba again i was there back to zero where to go because uh, i was always told that i am an hr person but then i somewhere had love deep rooted for marketing so i was put into something known as employer branding or talent branding which i was absolutely clueless about and i i had absolutely no idea what is done there and uh, i was put there i figured out and here i am today uh, working with different brands working with organizations on two different projects into employer branding recruitment marketing talent branding and other aspects of hr so that that's little on the journey but yeah a long way to go Yeah, definitely. And I must say that it's all about finding your grounds. And now that you finally found it by trying different things, I mean that's what it makes like a fruitful journey. And obviously, there lies a way ahead. So I was just going through your LinkedIn, and I read that a jack of all trades, a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. I I really like. I was really intrigued when I read it, and you said that that's how you define yourself. So what what were your thoughts behind it? So honestly, I won't take the credit for this line because somewhere this is a known proverb. Everyone says that we uh, don't be a jack of all, but be a master of one, and that's how we have grown up. And I have heard this all over my life that you should master something, you should do something where you find your niche and do things around. But unfortunately, I was not able to decide that what I want to do something. I was not able to find my niche, and I would still say that I'm I'm onto the exploratory phase. I I keep searching out, keep looking out for opportunities. What more I can do? How I can upskill? And that's why I would say that it's not something that I I I am an expert. Like I can't call myself an HR person. I can't can't call myself an marketing person. And um, 
but but i do everything well it's not like that this area is something uh, i am missing out if i am focusing on to this so this age is changing today it's not important that you are master of one skill but it's important that how you master all the skills that are going to add to your life so it it made a big difference when i read this book called ikegai i i hope most of heard about this one so it was uh, written there into the way of living that you should always have a second option or a second occupation to your primary career and that's how all the influencers and everyone pitch out there and now the trend has changed you can be jack of all and master of none but still you will be better than the one who is a master because he has one thing and if that's gone he's left with nothing but like today's age if i'm mastering all the skills at least i'll be sailing through one that that will hold on to me so i really really describe myself as such and i think that that's my life mantra also learn everything uh, upskill yourself and just go with the flow definitely very true i mean the learning should not stop even if you're trying something which is different from what you do usually at the end of the day all it matters is to identify the doki if i enjoy this particular thing or not or it could be my niche as you said and if you don't try you won't get to right so you've been working in the industry for about for more than 5 years how do you think the work culture has changed now when you compare it with what it used to be back then and 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 an add on question to it would be like and how do you see it changing in the future considering that we talk about past present and future i think i have seen uh, especially uh, 90s kids as 90s kids i seen two eras of working culture so i have seen a pre covid era and i have seen post covid era so things were quite different in pre covid era so the culture was you're going to office you're sitting with your colleagues meeting friends uh, working in real time with your bosses and every everything was right there right in front but with post covid things have drastically changed uh, you don't have to wake up early morning 7 am and rush to your offices log in at 10 and start working it has changed you have become quite flexible after covid and i i am grateful to especially corporates we got this flexibility of working from home and it it wasn't like that productivity has been declining since people are working from home it has enhanced now people have started prioritizing themselves their family their mental well being and also the productivity has enhanced in office even if you're working 9 hours straight into office spending not all the 9 hours you're working but at your home if you're working straight for 3 years you are productive so i had seen this two era and both the eras and culture has its own perks after covid i definitely it has become that you had been away your visibility your your brand uh, your face value has declined after covid but pre covid again that you were away from your family doing out things low on productivity at times but just spending in terms of uh, so there is there's a altogether mindset mindset shift into the working culture i would say into this two era yeah that is very true a lot of things have changed many things have changed for good uh, though there could be times when we miss that face to face interaction with our colleagues at the office place i mean office place i think also teaches you a lot of things which is beyond work i mean it tells you that how you should behave in a corporate setup what should be your body language how do you work with teams how do you work with people that might be having different perspective about things uh, yeah. but at the same time i think this uh, the work from home thing that we are seeing is also something which is very inevitable and i think it is the need of the art so as we say we should adapt to changes 
this sort of adaptability has come and we see we have hybrid thing going on so we can go to yeah. days and work from for the rest of the days which goes pretty well so the next question would be around data so as we say the data has sort of become the new oil to drive an organization uh, so how do you think that the data in the especially talking from the hr perspective from the talent branding perspective perspective how do you think think the advent of data has changed the game and has the basket of operations become wider or is it going to get complicated with time it's not something like the, this days we are talking a lot on data because uh, we have new tools and a lot of uh, ai is coming up and there is everything around data these days but it's not like uh, data has never existed it was on excel sheets before uh, it was on it was monitored by some tool but data has always been there it has always been the core of a business and um, in terms of hr i would say it has been of great value because n- nothing happens without data even if you are into talent acquisition you have your hiring numbers you have your quarterly predictions uh, if you are into comp and bend so you need to have a market understanding and market intelligence even if your business partnering you need to know what your competitors are doing so everything is data it's not like data has come up right now and suddenly people are going like okay we need data in hr it has always been there existed it would differ like it has not been into a very structured and organized form before but yes uh, data has been there the task was difficult you had to figure out through any number of excel sheets go through drafts and memos and sit with people now it's just changed it's become very easy you have tools you have hrms portal everything is there at one page all the stakeholders are to one platform so i think uh, the interactions that happen in tough intern into the internal teams have declined but then definitely we are all together working on the same aspects of data so it's it's always there and it's gonna be there and uh, in terms of organizations like you asked it, it's never complicated yeah if we consider people of two eras like if you consider someone who has been into hr for like right or 30 40 years he has been into hr so he has seen the traditional way of data so adaptability is questionable because although we see the leaderships that we have in most of the organization come with an experience of 20 30 years they have come down from a traditional setup so it's very difficult um, to adapt to these new technologies and new tools so adaptability is the question but complexity isn't the question so i think companies and organizations are taking right measures they are training their leadership training their employees on to how to use tools how to make use and play around with data how they can work around with analytics and all the decisions even in hr are uh, data driven nothing is without data these days and even before so it it always existed yeah very very true and i think now we have better tools to analyze the data as we used to have back then it was way more difficult that's why everybody is just talking about data nowadays and with that we also talk about technology as we see the data technology sort of go hand in hand so technology yeah. is advancing rapidly we see chatbots today we have obviously artificial intelligence coming a chat gpt the sort of buzzword yeah do you see it, all these things coming and affecting the work culture if we talk about it do you think that there could be a possibility of job displacement or you know how do you see it going in future 
I um, am a strong believer, like because not because I'm an HR person or I have I am sailing through marketing, but I'm a strong believer that uh, AI is not here to replace humans. It is there to help human. So the people who come up with this notion and are and think that this is a threat, like we can consider the gig economy, the writers and the creators, they consider AI as a threat, but it's not at all. The AI is there to help you to make you better at what you do, to assist you throughout the process. So it's never there to replace replace you. And um, if we talk in terms of HR, into the organization, we are seeing a complete wave of layoff. It's been almost now one year down the lane that we see the bigger organizations like Meta, Accentures, and the big force of the world. Everyone is like left, right, center laying it off. But the layoffs are especially happening into the technology space and uh, the uh, non-tech space. But I uh, haven't heard of the entire human resource team washed out from an organization. That has not been the case yet. And uh, that's why I consider HR as a very recession-proof business because it's not going to go somewhere. No matter how many chatbots may come, how much AI comes in, a person in an organization can raise a ticket if he has a query, but he needs a solution. He needs a person to talk to when his uh, salary is not credited or if he is having query with his internal things or if he has conflict with his manager. He needs a person to talk to. AI can answer to that, but AI, I think, has not en- enhanced and developed to that of human intelligence. We still need that connect. And in fact, after, again, coming to the post-COVID era, people are going for a lot of tools we have slack to chat day and uh, day and night with our teams can stay connected we do this constant zoom meetings but again it's it's very difficult even in the age of technology to connect one on one like entire team is there but still the connect was missing like it was in person so into human resource especially technology is nowhere going to take it up human resource is gonna scale and sail how it has been because it's human and every organization need to have this strong human base to uh, deal with whatever goes in and around the organization. So it's nowhere going to vanish. Very, very true. Very beautifully answered, I must say. You know, the way you explained it, how human touch can't be evaded out of it. So my last question to you would be, referring to you, what uh, the future workplace should look like and what are some of the best practices that an organization can follow, you know, to increase that employee engagement in the organization? Employee engagement is is a question again that has come after the post-COVID era because before uh, COVID, it was it, it, like if we consider from an age-old perspective, it always used to be this rangoli thing which HR used to do. And uh, it, it's, it was very daunting and scary when I entered this space of employee engagement and employee branding. And what, what HR do, they're just making rangolis and doing some random thing, coming to office, having lunch. So I um, had grown up hearing all this out about HR. And when I was given a choice to choose between HR and marketing for my uh, master's, I went for marketing. Who wants to hear this term that you're doing rangoli? So it's it's always there but when you enter into the space when you actually do the job you understand that it has not been that traditional it is not that monotonous and there are different challenges that comes up with each role so it was very difficult uh, post uh, covid to have this employee engagement and culture thing 
and um, it's the the age is changing now it's no more about that you go and talk that we are the best organization with the best working culture we give you this perks we give you uh, life insurance medical insurance everyone is doing that but it always about how how you step up the game and um, how you act in the favor of your employees and that's how the employee will deliver engagement to you so i have been working on to this employer branding and employee engagement i think go, goes hand in hand it starts from like basic thing like person has joined an organization and he does something incredible or something he achieves a milestone in an organization it's essential that as an organization or a team you acknowledge him you acknowledge him he feel wanted and if you share his acknowledgement across your platforms he feels recognized and once he feel acknowledged and recognized you have him as your brand evangelist now that one single employee is your brand ambassador now he is going to talk to other uh, to his other colleagues or maybe other employees about one thing your organization second your working culture third your brand and this one single effort from an organization is going to go 3x because he is going to talk about it in his network like each person holds a network of minimum of 20 to 50 people he is going to talk about that and those 50 people are going to talk about the organization so it's it's like a compounding ripple effect it goes on and on so there is no data there is no like like rocket science into it there is nothing as such data that we need it's simple um, acknowledgement that you did for an employee and he was felt recognized he was felt wanted by uh, the organization and he gave it back in a very thoughtful way by being a brand, brand ambassador for the organization that's how simply the engagement happened like 50 plus people his network uh, his third connections and everyone has connected with the organization as we consider in terms of data their followers have scaled their website visits must have increased maybe on their career or job openings they are getting more profiles and they don't have to rely on vendors or third party resources they have building their database so it's it's not one single thing that goes on it's efforts and amalgamation of lot of things you do around and this is all simple there is no rocket science that you need to put in okay we are sitting with a team and we have a data and we are doing all sort of so it has never been that the engagement and branding just goes hand in hand you make employees uh, want it and they are going to give that back to you in return and that's how i feel the work culture should come ahead because it doesn't matter how much you make noise about yourself as an employer of choice and whatever awards you get it's not verified until and unless your employee talks about you on glassdoor glassdoor or maybe he talks about uh, you joining on uh, about you joining on to linkedin or anything so it it is always there and it's as simple as that if you buy a product we're going to check reviews of other people so it's the same way for cup if an anyone is looking out for an organization he is going to look out for employees so there is no 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 such efforts that we need to put into employee engagement if we get the nerves of employees make them feel acknowledged and make them feel wanted very very true so thank you for joining us thank you for sharing us your amazing insights with us we are so grateful and i'm sure like our listeners would also resonate with what you said so uh, i'm deeply grateful and i hope you enjoyed the process i absolutely loved it uh, and uh, thank you so much for having me I, i was glad that i was able to share so many thoughts with you and honestly it was all scattered in my mind and uh, 
there is no there was no structured conversation but yeah i absolutely enjoyed this process and uh, i loved how our conversation went so thank you so much definitely so thank you thank you